Welcome everyone to the Clippers Clippity Clip Podcast. I am your host Z to the Ozumoto Rain. Let's start off today with the other side of the Staples Center. The Los Angeles Lakers are not, I repeat, are not involved with the billboard ads to try to bring Paul George and the King LeBron James to the organization. However, this act belongs to Jacob Emirani a personal injury attorney and longtime Lakers season ticket holder. Mr. Amrani was responsible for the ads in March when LeBron James and the Cavaliers came to town to play against both the Clippers and the Lakers at the Staples Center. Mr. Amrani heard recently that Paul George is considering resigning with the Oklahoma City Thunder. So when Mr. Amrani heard the news, he immediately decided to pay for more billboard ads around the Los Angeles area to attract Paul George and also the king himself, LeBron James. In his words, and I quote, As Lakers fans, we all thought we had Paul George in the bag, and he was 100% going to come, and in the past few weeks, when I heard people saying he might be considering staying with the Thunder and having second thoughts, I felt like nobody was really giving attention to Paul George. I feel like it is extremely important for Paul George to see this to see this, and see how Laker Nation is so excited about bringing him home. When he went out there last year and said that he wanted to play for the Lakers, it was the first ray of hope that we were going going back to be uh, being a destination where people want to come. Now the time has come, end quote. Mr. Amrani will not disclose how much money he spent for the billboard ads. The billboard ads have hashtag bring PG to LA. Others will say you can't spell purple and gold without PG. And others hint for the king himself, LeBron James. For me personally, I hope, I hope, the league will find the Lakers, sue the billboard ads, and Mr. Amrani for tampering the free agency. As a fan, I can understand it's a cool idea to reel in a superstar, but in a business point of view, you're tampering with a business matter and its employees of the NBA organization itself. I hope the Lakers organization banned Mr. Amrani for such recklessness in his part. I, mes- I mentioned on my last podcast that the Lakers had a meeting about what's going on about the free agency and how they got punished for it. And this might get them back into another punishment act because of this so-called fan ruining the free agency. That's how I feel about it. If I was an owner of a sports organization, I would tell my fans not to interrupt business affairs and free agency is one of those business affairs. So I hope the league will do something about it for elaborating a superstar like this. If they don't do anything about it, then what's the point of the free agency so we're waiting on July 1st then, huh? That's my opinion. In other news, LeBron James will not listen to any teams with elaborate pitches. Obviously, LeBron had his fair share of drama in his first free agency when he decided to sign with the Miami Heat back in 2010. And then a letter published by Sports Illustrated back in 2014. The King has been around long enough 
that elaborated pitches doesn't impress him at all. So I guess the Mr. Amrani billboard fiasco won't help lure LeBron to the Lakers. Honestly, I just don't think that he's. I, I just don't think that LeBron is going to leave Cleveland at all. I think that he he's going to get a one and done deal. Um, that's just me. Uh, I'm just personally think that he's most likely going to do that. Um, he does have until Friday to pick up his 35.6 million dollar contract from the Cavs. Uh, honestly, I just don't see him going anywhere. I I, I don't know. I, that's just me, but it's the NBA. You never know. We just have to keep waiting until July 1st. So, um, well, this just in. Rookie of the year is Ben Simmons, which was just announced a few minutes ago. Um, beating out Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz and Jason Tatum from the Boston Celtics. Um, other awards, Coach of the Year, Dwayne Casey, former of the Coach of the Raptors. Defensive Player of the Year was Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz. Most Improved Player, Victor Oladipo from the Indiana Pacers. Sixth Man goes to Lou Williams from us, the Los Angeles Clippers. And the Most Valuable Player, MVP, James Harden from the Rockets. That just happened a few minutes ago. Uh, so let's talk about the free agency. Let's start with potential free agents. Um, well, I was just reading. Um, I just found out Thaddeus Young from the Indiana Pacers. He's a forward. He averages um, 11.4 points per game, 6.3 on rebounds, 1.9 assists. I think he could be a good fit for the Clippers. You know, uh, he could be a good, valuable key point as a bench player. Um, that's, like I said, if the Clippers can't land any of the superstars of this coming free agency, you know. Um, then you have Rudy Gay from the San Antonio Spurs. Same thing, averages 11.5 points per game, 5.1 rebounds, 1.3 on the assist. Again, another good bench guy that um, he could be a good key role for the Clippers. I did talk about Dwight Howard on the last podcast. Um, he can be a good backup or a starter if um, DJ were to leave the Clippers. Howard averaged 16.6 points per game, 12.5 on the rebounds, and 1.3 assists. Um, there's a bunch of good um, key role players that the Clippers can sign on July 1st, other than trying to get a Paul George, LeBron James, even a Kevin Durant if you know he decides to opt out. And because of the uncertainty of um, Kawhi Leonard... You know, we we still have to wait and see on, on July 1st. But if if the Clippers cannot um, pick one of these top stars, you know, there there's um Demarcus Cousins, but um because of his Achilles injury, I don't think the Clippers should take a chance. Um, if DJ does leave, Clint Capella is available. He played well with the Rockets, especially to the conference finals he did he did pretty good um i did ask on twitter um would you think the clippers bring back lou maba amute back i mean he's a real good defender he did well with the rockets um i really like the guy i just you know i wish he didn't left but um you know we just have to wait and see um there's a couple Clipper fans that are not interested in him. They're probably most likely they want to bring somebody new, a new face, a new star. 
and I could understand that. Um, while, while I was reading, Clippers uh, Clippers have nine guards, ten if um, Avery comes back. Um, the center's obvious DJ if he stays, Boban Mar- Marjanovic. We have six fours, and obviously some of them are heading out to free agency. Um, some of the guys are already opting in under contracts, and as we read before, if, if we could get LeBron James, um, these players have to opt in and willing to be traded. Um, be honest, it's, it's going crazy as, as um, we're speaking about, about the agency as, as, as the time is moving on. Um, but to be quite honest, if we cannot pick up a, a superstar at all, you know, I think we should start looking down the road, like like I said, a Dwight Howard, a Rudy Gay, you know, Thaddeus Young, guys that, that could come off the bench, you know, help Lou Williams, you know, at the court. We do have a to- Tobias Harris, and yeah, we could trade him off since his contract is only for one year, you know. Um, there's a lot of key things that have to happen to so we could um, get, a, like I said, a Kevin Durant or, a, you know, a LeBron James, so to speak. Um, but like I said, uh, we just have to wait on July 1st. Um, we do have to pay attention of who are the players that are signing in, what what's the decision-making, um, who's actually going to go where. And um, it's very exciting, obvious, because it, um, July 1st is just a few days away. My final thoughts, I'm a fan of the sport, okay? I'm a huge fan of the Chicago Cubs and the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Obvious, I'm a big fan of the NFL and, of course, the NBA. Obvious, a huge fan of Los Angeles Clippers. Like I said, um, big fan since 1992. But being a fan, you know... Just being a fan that has a great professional job that can't afford to pay billboards to elaborate any player that's heading to the free agency is uncalled for. It's an embarrassment to the organization. It can lead the organization into fines and penalties and even have you as a fan banned from a sporting event. Look, I understand how frustrated the Lakers fans are watching their team not being a championship team elite level, not going to the playoffs time and time and time again. I, I, I get it. I totally get it. I mean, you know, we're your next door neighbors. We're the Clippers. We were in the playoffs in 92, in 93, and then we weren't in the playoffs until probably in 2004, if I could remember, 2003, you know, and then finally, you know, the Clippers finally get, you know, six years straight to the playoffs, other than if you look at the Lakers, that they constantly been into the playoffs, yeah, they, they weren't in the playoffs during the 90s, you know, like early 90s after, you know, Magic Johnson was diagnosed with HIV and then back again around 95 when he showed up again to play, um, you know, 
obvious that uh, the 90s were dominated by Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Obvious Houston Rockets were a threat at the time. And then later on, it was, you know, the San Antonio Spurs that, that winning it all. So, um, you know, like I said, it, it's it's frustrating. I get it, you know. But you shouldn't be doing those things. You know, you shouldn't be, be trying to, to persuade players. You know, obvious the teams itself, they cannot... Um, per, persuade any players until July 1st until they could elaborate or, or do a hosting for them after July 1st you know and this ruins pretty much everything of the free agency you know we like I said as a Clipper fan it's hard to get, get into the playoffs alright but I'm a Cubs fan too all right, and when when the Cubs finally won it in 2016, you know I cried, you know, because obviously I'm born and raised in Chicago, and I and I love the Cubs because of my father, because he was you know he always watched the Cubs games and he really fell, fell in love with the team and everything, and when you start learning that they're just the lovable losers, they're really bad luck. People don't understand that being a lovable loser isn't that just by losing games. It's just that it brings attraction that that these guys try their best and they're trying their, their hardest in and out of the game. You know, there's times that, 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 that we were close, close enough to getting into it and chances that, that, you know, that we just have a really bad, bad season of losing a lot of games and, and so on. They've been... 109 years that that the Cubs haven't won a World Series and you know even though the Cubs are a you know a big franchise that people know who are the Chicago Cubs all over the world you know it's they're still lovable losers to a lot of people's heart and obviously a lot of people did cry a lot of people are happy that they finally won in 2016 now of course I was you know enthusiastic and happy and and great when they won um but my point is, if you look at it on 2016, you have to go back all the way to 2010, you know, when, when Theo Epstein came in for the Cubs organization. It took a long time, and a lot of fans were frustrated, the losing seasons and so on, and I said it, and I will say it again. The key to a successful organization is patience. That's what Theo Epstein has done for the Cubs. Patience. How to fix it. Where to get the money. Who should we get? Where's the young roster? How do we build a, a good farm system? The NBA, we, the NBA doesn't have a farm system yet. It, it's growing. The G League is, is growing. But the G League needs to be consistent. And what I'm trying to say is that as a fan, as a fan, especially those that are, that are like that, that are elegant or they think that that the Lakers are, are you know, the, the gods of basketball or whatever, you know, you guys have to have patience. And it's not about we could give you a lot of money just to come here. We could give you the glorified about all these banners and all the all, all these great names. Because what you're, you tend to forget is patience. 
And what you tend to forget about the word patient is that these kids nowadays are not into that elegant of, wow, where James Worthy played, Magic Johnson played, Jerry West played. They're very rare now because these kids grew up as watching the 1990s Pistons, Michael Jordan and the Bulls, the Rockets, the San Antonio Spurs. And while I'm saying these names, these teams, you tend to forget that all these teams that I'm, that I'm mentioning that came from the 90s, they haven't won a championship. They have not won a championship at all. The Pistons won their first championship, 91-90. Or I mean, 89 and 90. Sorry, my bad. And then 91-92-93, the Chicago Bulls. That they have not won a championship, but they won. From there, the two, the, the two years from the Rockets haven't won a championship. The Rockets win. From, from after the Rockets, obviously the Bulls come back for, for the three-peat. And then for after the three-peat, the San Antonio Spurs finishing it out to winning the championship uh, on the 90s. These are kids that are thinking, if I could go to a team that has not won a championship, that has no banners, that has nothing, I could set my mark in this team. I could bring a championship for this team. I will retire for this team. And my jersey number with my name up in the up in the banner with this team and that's what the lakers fans are not understanding with these kids of this generation like i said the frustration i understand it i know that you guys are looking at the celtics i know that you know there's a lot of fans of the lakers that that can't stand the celtics they want that rivalry you know they they want to see if, if that could ever happen again and to be quite honest, the Celtics knew, they knew that it was time for them to rebuild. They knew. They, they got rid of all their, their players. They got rid of the coaches. They, they started from scratch. And the Lakers should have done the same thing when the Celtics were doing it. But instead, you gave a big amount of money to Kobe Bryant. And there you have it. And now you're in a situation you're in a situation that you're trying to get Paul George. You're trying to get LeBron James. You're trying to sign two key players and try to get rid of people to bring people in. And it's much more difficult to do it because you're not going to beat the Golden States with just Paul George and LeBron James. You know, you may have the cap space. And you have to trade a lot of players, but you're going to end up like what happened when you guys got Dwight Howard and Steve Nash. You had the starters, you have no bench. And that's what's going to happen. So the key is, is patience. Be patient. Let it flow. That's what I'm trying to say. Let it flow. We, as a Clipper fans, we have endured so much. People that are, that are since San Diego, San Diego Clippers, have been enduring. That couldn't go into a playoffs. All, the, all this bad vibe drama, you know. And as a Clipper fan, as of right now, we all have to be patient. We all have to 
you know, deal with what we got. So, to all the fans, to everybody, please be patient. Don't do anything reckless. Don't do anything selfish. Don't embarrass or penalize the organization for your, for your behavior, period. Let the team, let the organization do their jobs. Wait until July 1st and be patient. That's all the time we got for today. I'm still excited about the free agency. It's on July 1st. Tune in here at Clippers Clip at a Clip Podcast. If you got any questions and want to be part of the show, contact me at via Twitter at CClipPodcast. This is Zoom Motor Rain, and good night. <laughs>